Remember last time we recorded, I was like so prepared, I didn't even know what to do. <laughs> One time shot. <laughs> so, this is Big D from Takayaki Anime. Oh, you sorry. Always. This is Big D and Shade from Takayaki Anime. Yo! And we are back with our. Uh, our thoughts on the upcoming anime for the winter of 2018, not 2017. I always get confused by that. I really do. I'm like, wait, but it is 2017, and I didn't realize that, oh, yeah, it starts at the beginning of the year, so it always confuses me. Of the 12 shows that we will be talking about today. 12? I thought it was 13. (laughs) First show on the list will be uh, Beatless. Beatless, yeah, this one was yours, I believe. Yes. Um, yeah, I know the trailer looked really, really cool, and um, I'm starting to become a much more of a big, uh, a bigger mech fan than I used to be. So uh, the story for this is, I believe in that smile, even if you don't have a soul. 2015 AD, the Japan humanoid android HIE became part of people's life and was handling things a human could not couldn't do. Endo Arato, unlike his friends Kendo and Ryo, who hate HIE, felt sympathy for HIE, which uh, which are supposed to be just objects. One night, Arato suddenly gets assaulted by a mysterious falling cherry blossoms that make HIE and machines run havoc. Will the cornered Arato be saved by the mysterious HIE, Lassia? Hmm. So. I kind of, I don't know. I, I I think I glanced over this one and I was wasn't. Again, you look at the you look at the trailers and I look at the um the storyline and whatnot, the synopsis for it. So I think for me, I don't know. It seems really. I don't know. It, I feel like we've seen this before. You know what I mean? Not to say that there isn't animes out there that I feel the same way before, but like I don't know. Maybe it's just because I have seen it before, and I'm not a huge fan of like the mechanized kind of. I don't know. It seemed a little strange, but it, it still. I, I just glanced at the trailer. It still looks good. Um, and who does it? Dio Media. Media. Yeah, they've done a few shows that we um. Really. Yeah, that we like. For. Well, either way, I mean, it, it definitely looks like they did at least a good job on that. But I don't know. It's um. Eh. I I think. I'll, I'll leave it up to you on what you think about this when the season starts and see what you say. But for me, I'm just kind of just. Eh. Um, it looks like it's going to be one of those stories where it's like um, there's a lot of stories that they've had where it's they, uh like androids have become part of society. And there's people who are like prejudiced against them, people who have had actually bad incidents with them. And you follow a character who's kind of like on both sides, like he understands that some people are against them, and he, but then he doesn't—he's not really against them himself. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of indifferent towards them. Doesn't really—it's not—it's not that he necessarily overly cares about them, but he's not like completely against them either. Um, the animation and everything from the trailer looks really cool, so that's mainly why I was interested in it. And now that I know the story, um, I could see that it—I'm curious how deep they're gonna get with it because um, they've done some shows like. Um, uh, what was that one? Now this one looks a little more action oriented than than the other one. But the first thing that pops into my mind 
is honestly a very old one is uh chobits mm-hmm. yeah that, that's another one but um that was more like cutesy cutesy girl kind of android thing yeah but it still kind of had a very similar type premise. But like I said, from looking at the trailer, it definitely looks like it's a little more action-oriented. Okay. Um, yeah, so um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I know it's going to be action. The, uh, the characters look pretty cool. I'm just I'm curious if there's going to be any comedy at all in it, or is it going to be kind of a deep, ser- like a deep series talking about like androids and how close an android can get to a human kind of thing, kind of like Ghost in the Shell, like Chobits, like the other one I can't think of. But um. I will I will say if if it's like that, I would prefer it if it was actually probably more of a deeper type story. Mm-hmm. If it kind of swings more towards the comedic side of it, I might get a little then yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see. The next show we're gonna be talking about is Darling in Fran XX. This is another one. I think this was yours too, because again yeah. I think I, I saw the mech on this and I'm like eh. yeah um. This is uh, another sh- uh, another series that looked really really cool. Um, the trailer that I saw for this one was on like Daily Motion or something like that, and uh, the animation was so good. Like, well, of course, it's done by A one, so I- I'd expect nothing less. Yeah, and it's like even though it's done by A one, it's one of the things where it's like they've done it again. <laughs> like it's they've topped their top stuff. So. Um, well, I mean, this is because they're they're a big big studio, so I mean, they have the budget to be able to do something like that. Yeah, um, there was another show. It kind of reminded me of um, Aldenoa Zero, which is another okay. mech anime. Like something something about the character designs, how they're they're not overly detailed, they're kind of washed out. And then it also reminds me of um, um, Birdie the Mighty Decode with some of the scenes that happened in the trailer. So um, it looks like I, it really really interests me when I um, saw it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The story for this one is a joint. As a actually, it's a joint project between Trigger and A One Pictures. Oh yeah. So that's where I think that's where I get the um the uh, Birdie thing because I think Birdie was Gynax, and they Trigger and Gynax have a similar style. So um, yeah, and it was announced at Anime Expo 2017. The story is set in the distant future. The land is ruined, and humanity establishes the mobile fort city, Plantation. Pilots produced inside Plantation live in Miscellane, <laughs> known as the Birdcage. Children there, knowing nothing of the outside world or freedom of the sky, uh, their lives consist of battling to carry out missions. Their enemies are mysterious giant life forms known as Kyoryu, the children uh, and the children pilot robots called Fran XX to face off against them. For the children riding the Fran, the Franks, I guess Franks produces uh, proves their existence. A boy named Code Zero Sixteen, uh, a boy named Hero is called Code uh, Sixteen, and he was once known as a prodigy. However, he has fallen behind, and his existence seems unnecessary. Not piloting a Franks is the same as ceasing to exist. One day, a mysterious girl known as Zero Two appears before him. Two horns grow out of her head. Yeah, I think I remember seeing her for the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about the way it looks, like especially because it's uh, that trigger-style animation. 
also mixed with A1 pictures. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely hyped for the show. You know, there's almost like I just kind of watched a little bit of it, and especially the way if if what I saw was one of the mechs. Um, by the way, also I love how the fact that at the description they just ended it right there with saying one day a mysterious girl known as Zero Two appears before him, and two grown two two horns grow out of her head, and that's it. It's literally yeah. the end. of am like, what? Are y'all doing like synopsis based upon animes themselves, like actually as animes? Because you end it like right before you're like, oh, by the way, she is, you know, this girl growing two two horns growing in her head. And what? <laughs> um, but uh, the the way that like one of the mechs looked to me, because I just watched it while you were saying that, it almost seems to me like, um, oh god, <sighs> the name of it was a mech anime. Came out a while ago, and it had dealt with uh, sound and music. Um, and it uh, was it was a kid who had been he was in like the city, but it was like a dome city where like the blue bloods or whatever lived. And uh, he ended up getting bro- broken out, but then they kept trying to come after him. He ended up piloting a mech, but like the mech design that they had reminds me of that. So. I can for the life of me remember the name of that, but I'm sure somebody else out there would probably be able to. Are oh, you cutting out? I can't hear you. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not sure which. Show. Ooh, just remembered it. Razafon. Ah, okay. Razafon. That's what it was. Yep. And that that to me, like the the way that they do that, kind of reminds me of that. But it's kind of sad that they show you the. Um, the me- well, they briefly show you what I believe to be one of the mechs, but they don't show you what the enemy looked like. Yeah. I'm like, come on, really? I want to <laughs> see that. <laughs> uh, anyways, a little disappointing in the trailer. Okay. But uh, is, would this be one of the shows that you add to your list? Uh, I think this is another one. I, the, uh, I think when it comes to sports and mechs, I might leave it to you. To okay. say whether or not it's actually worth the watch. Okay. Um, but yeah. Eh. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's see. The next show we're going to be talking about is Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody. This one was one of mine, and it seems very interesting. Um, story for this one is the story of the light novel series and manga follows a 29-year-old programmer who is on a death march. But one day he wakes up in another world after a nap. From a meteor shower, he happens to gain vast riches, and he decides to go sightseeing, so begins his heartwarming, occasionally serious, and harem adventure in another world. Um, that just kind of caught my attention. And and I will say that at the beginning of that, it almost, almost reminded me of um, In Another World with my smartphone. Mm-hmm. The way it just seemed like it kind of like, oh, he just happened to come to another world. It's like, okay, w- weird, but sure, why not? Um, and then he starts an adventure. But, um, you know, of course, afterwards, I, of course, looked at the trailer, mm-hmm. and it looks good. Um, the animation style, I, I enjoy. Um, nothing, like, huge about it, but it still seems quite good. Um, and it seems like a, a nice, lighthearted kind of journey. We're not taking things too seriously. We're just going around, and you know, it, it kind of brings me back to like fantasy roots in its own right, where it's there's really no like 
we're not talking about some big giant quest here or, you know, stopping some evil demon king or whatever. And like, you know what? Nope, we're just going to go explore this world. And as long as they actually have an interesting world in which to explore, I'm okay with that. Um, Mm. Because I think that's probably one of the biggest things, honestly, that you could have is is if you're going to put out something like that, then I want you to like follow through with it and actually have really ingenious little interesting things to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is done by Silverlink, who was just recently doing um, a restaurant to another world. So apparently they're on uh, a yeah. kick with that right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's, but... go to, let's go to other worlds here. Yeah, um, yeah. But like, even for that anime, um, the restaurant to another world, I I had there was so much going. Like most of it was focused on the restaurant, but there was so much going on outside the restaurant that I was always interested. Like, it was never, I never felt gypped when they're like, oh, well, we're going to introduce this character in their world, what's happening to them, and then they're going to come to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I always was like, every time they saw, they showed the character, I'm like, ah, so, okay, now I see where that character's from, because maybe they had, like, they showed him as a cameo in the restaurant when they're talking about somebody else, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, cool, that's how they met up, and that's their life, and that's how they do this. So, I have good faith that they can accomplish something good with this okay. uh as far as whether or not that will happen i don't know but i at least will take it on good faith okay um i think i had watched the trailer for this one and um there was something something about it that um that i don't know it didn't catch my attention completely because mm. um i know i like i like several link shows and stuff like that but well there's... of course i mean they've even done you know they can at least do um characters too because they did coco connect too so yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I don't know. I may give this one an episode just to check it out. But um, depending on how much other world kind of fantasy... Like, basically, yeah, all the shows that are coming out now that are other world, those shows have basically taken the place of fantasy shows. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't really see any pure fantasy shows anymore. It's the whole premise is we're in the regular world, and then now we're in the fantasy world, yeah. whether it's a game or... Um, some other type of uh fantasy but it's always you always start somewhere and then end up uh in another place the latest show that's come out that has been um just straight up fantasy is um made in abyss and this one says in another world so i'm curious if it's still following that train about um other world shows or if it's going to be a lot of fantasy see i i think I'm okay. I'm okay with that. But mm. again, they're gonna have to do something because at this point, like you said, at this point, it's kind of been saturated with that the the, the genre at this point. Yeah. Um, so if they do something interesting with it, I'm all about it. I'm mm. I'm definitely down for for watching it and seeing what's going on. Um, and I feel like I don't know. There there are times when they have um, like say for instance you know in another world with my smartphone where they took the technology or they took the knowledge someone had from our world and brought it into their world, the other world, and were able to succeed in that regards because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of feel like if this does not necessarily have that, if the character is more freeform and not relying you know, on his supremacy in regards to his knowledge or whatever from our world and going into this world, I think I could probably definitely get behind the characters and the, and the overall story for it. Because, okay. I mean, beyond that, we're, we're at this point, we've done that so much, and I'm just like, yeah. come on. It just, we need to do something a little bit different than that. Just vary it up a little bit. Something. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, cool. 
Uh, the next show we're going to be talking about is Fate Extra Last Encore. So, I know you you like the original Fate series. and um, I did, yes. Um, and I know you have you tried to watch part of the, um, one of the mini UFO table, um, you tried to watch one of the, um, the UFO table, uh, prequel. Adaptations of it, yeah. Yeah, ad- adaptations, there we go. <laughs> the adaptations of it. And, uh, you didn't like those. Then, I think, was it A1 or Kyoto Animation that took another one and they did one that, uh, f- that, uh, Netflix has? So, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so this time, uh, Shaft, they're taking a crack at one of the adaptations, and this is um, an adaptation of the video game Fate Extra. So I know that a lot of them are visual novels, and basically they're trying to take all of the different routes and ad- adapt them into a cohesive story. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if this is a different game or a different like retelling of the story, but... Um, yeah, Shaft is going to be taking care... Like, Shaft is going to be adapting this um, part of the story, so... Uh, it's fate, so I'm always interested. Uh, I'm very curious to see what uh, Shaft is going to do with it, because I know Shaft for all of the weird camera angles and, like, characters, mm-hmm. like, looking over the... Like, looking over the back of his shoulder, all weird and stuff like that. But, yeah. um... <laughs> I'm, I'm a little... I'm a little concerned. Um, one and doing an ad- adaptation off of a video game is not always great to begin with, because mm-hmm. the um, a lot of times video games, especially for something like that, are going off of preconceived um, notions. Like they already like who whoever's buying the game, they're buying it for a reason. They already know what it is that they're getting into. They've mm-hmm. already um, they've already seen these these sorts of things, so they're like, um, okay, this is this is what's happening. And we already—they don't have to explain as much, um, so it's always a little bit weary about ones like that. The other thing about it is too is, as much as I enjoy the series, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not talking about Fate, they are the ones responsible for the uh, Monogatari and Ore Monogatari and <laughs> like. That series, I enjoy it, but the way they tell the story is confusing, and you uh-huh. have to like think about it. Be like, wait, where are we on the timeline? Okay, who's this doing this? Why is this happening? Okay, what? Why? Their their explanation of things already uh-huh. usually isn't that great. Uh-huh. Um, and that's their series. That's the one that they have. So I'm a little concerned because you're going off of an of a video game which doesn't usually have a whole lot of backstory and explanation to it, and now you're trying to do another spin with somebody who usually doesn't do much of the backstory or explanation anyways, and you just kind of have to follow along and accept things. Ooh. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is probably definitely going to be one that I'm going to leave to you at least to see what's going on, because, uh, again, as much as I enjoy the Aurimato Gatari series because it's so diverse and interesting. Uh, it's also very confusing. Um, yeah. So I'm a, uh, yeah. I'll leave it to you. See what you say on this one, because maybe I might check it out. Maybe I might not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll just gonna have to see how that goes. Okay. Yes, I will definitely check it out. I feel like I've been um, really disconnected from the Fate series because of 
Um, I wasn't able to keep up with all of the, what was that, uh, Unlimited Blade Works storyline. And then they made up, like, another one came out. Like, the Heaven's Field movies, I haven't seen those either. And then also the uh, the one that was on Netflix that I haven't seen yet. So I feel like I'm so far disconnected from this series that... I don't know if, if I feel like it might be a fresh like I, I'll have like a fresh mind about it like I've had like almost a year gap between series so yeah it'll be interesting to pick it back up all right the next show we're gonna be talking about is Silver Guardian season two <laughs> nah, really just, no, nah, no, just... no 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 <laughs> No, because I think I meant no. Just a whole, whole lot of no. That should never, ever, 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 ever have taken place at all. Just no. I have lost hope in that series. I have lost hope in that studio. I am done. Uh, no. So... Yeah, it just says the second season of Silver Guardian, so. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next show we're going to be talking about is Grand Crest Sinky, or Record of Grand Crest War. So, this kind of goes with what you were kind of saying before, and I feel like this is a pure fantasy anime. There's no coming from another world, there's no, like, this. this is it. Hmm. This is where we're at. This is what's happening. Um, so the description for this one says, The series takes place on the continent ruled by chaos. The chaos breeds disaster, but the lords of the continent have the power of crest, holy seal, that can calm the chaos and protect the people. However, and there's always a however, mm-hmm. however, before anyone realizes it, the rulers cast aside their creed of purifying the chaos and instead start to fight each other for each other's crest and gain dominion over one another. Uh, Seleuca, an isolated mage who scorns the lords for bending their creed, and a wandering knight named Theo, who in a journey to train to one day liberate his hometown, which is under tyrannical rule, make an everlasting oath to each other as master and servant, and work together to reform this continent dominated by war and chaos. That just sounds all sorts of fun in a fantasy way. (laughs) Um, I kind of see, uh, I kind of feel like... The way they're talking about that, and it's only because I'm currently watching it, almost reminds me of like Zodiac Wars, where you have these people who are supposed to be really powerful, and they're supposed to be doing good, you know, basically like a group of select few people who are really powerful and whatnot, um, is where I see that. But then, like, they're supposed to be doing good, but they're not. Um, they're just kind of power hungry, and they want to see who's the best, and they want to gain ruling over all, everyone. So, um, so automatically, I'm like, okay, this just sounds... Not only is the mage and the knight, who is a Apparently, our heroes of the story um, mm. having to deal with these lords who are basically acting erratically, but uh, they also have to contend with the chaos itself. I'm sure because uh, obviously no one's taking care of that. So yeah. that being the case, I mean that's two things that they're going to have to be constantly on the lookout for. I see just wonderful, great things for this, um, and it's done by A1 Pictures. The looks of it is really nice, um, and the way they have the title of it too. I didn't even realize when you said it, until you said it, saying the record of the Grand Crest War. It almost reminds me of Record of Lotus Wars. Yeah, which is very old and fantasy. Yeah, anime. yeah, yeah. But like when you said that, I was like, okay. To me, I'm like already because uh, I enjoyed at especially at that time. 
uh, record of Lotus Wars because it was just like you were saying, purely fantasy anime, just straight up, you know, battles and everything going on. But it was just purebred fantasy, and I feel like this is going to be just along those same lines. Um, so I'm definitely hyped for this. Uh, definitely want to see what they can do with it and hope that it is definitely going to be one of those series i'm pretty sure that i'm going to want to be going the distance that you know not you have something like this especially when you have a world like that it sounds like there's a lot of interesting things there Mm -hmm. and i'm hoping that it's not going to be just like one of those 12 and done kind of things oh yeah something like that yeah you want an epic I want to see it, you know, it, you're making it sound epic, I want to see epic, and I want to be like, by the time it ends, I want to be so invested that, like, when the heroes finally do what it is that they're supposed to do, however it happens or whatnot, I want to be, like, just in my seat going, yes, yes, we did it, and yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that they take the time, I'm hoping this is going to be one of the f- fantasy ones that I've really been wanting to watch for a while. Um, and we're just going to see how that goes. Again, it seems like it's a very serious uh, fantasy. I don't think there's really a whole lot of just comedy in this. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I can tell, um, at least from the trailer. But it's, you know, obviously it just, it's labeled under uh, any chart as being action fantasy, which you can tell from the trailer. The action's there, uh, and it is a fantasy setting, so hopefully that's what we get. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. (laughs) um, Looking at the picture, it's, um, it's, I don't really know. Like, I think the whole reason why, well, one of the reasons why the In Another World fantasy, um, anime has kind of taken over where fantasy used to be is because just like how you said like as soon as you see this one it's like uh record of grand Quest where you're like oh yeah like right rec- like record of lotus war it's one of the things where as soon as you said that i'm like oh okay this is like the other show and when i look at it i don't see anything that like sparks me as originality like they could be totally original characters totally like different things in the world they could build it to be completely different than stuff that you've seen before it's just, as soon as i look at that picture i'm like oh hmm. um see, but, but I, I you know i see especially with what we've had come out as of late um especially mm-hmm. in the fantasy way and and trust me just like you know you were saying before with with robots and stuff i feel like we've diverged a great deal from the roots of a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. and now those of us who are like myself who are real big fantasy buffs anyways are kind of wanting at least some of that go back to kind of like, you know, I want to see that. I want to see us kind of go back to our roots a little bit more. Uh Um, But I see that there's a lot of potential for things like that, because I feel like when they, especially when they're talking about Lords being really powerful and whatnot, Uh it almost reminds me, which we're going to be talking about a little bit later here. um, I was like seven deadly sins. I'm thinking of like, the knights there you know i'm like oh they were like hugely powerful mm-hmm. and it was always interesting to see what powers they had and what they uh-huh. could do because you never knew like they had such bizarre and but like such out there abilities and stuff um that you just never knew and no one ever quantified it which uh-huh. I'm, i like that the most i want to say that about these about seven sins and we'll discuss that later but stuff like that i like it better when they don't quantify that because uh-huh. then you don't know. So someone could be in a pickle and, and you don't realize that they actually have the keys already to be able to get out of it. But you've never seen them actually do anything with that yet. 
Okay. So it's kind of one of those, and and then you get like that, just giddy, just oh hey, they did it, something really cool, and you didn't expect it to happen, and stuff like that. Um, so it's I see there's a lot of potential for it. Whether or not that potential comes true or not, I don't know. But I'm hoping that now that we're kind of at least back in the setting of the original kind of fantasy realm, uh-huh. without any extras, I'm hoping that we can take that and then diverge in a different way. You know. Okay. So that's we'll cool. See. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'll definitely check it out uh, just to see like what the characters are like, and then I'll go from there. So, cool. let's see. The next show we're going to be talking about is Hakata Tonkotsu Ramens. Was this one mine or yours? I think it was your, or both of us. Oh, okay. Yeah. This one seemed, yeah, no, I remember this one now. This one seemed really bizarre, but in a good way kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just kind of out there. Uh, do you want to take this one or do you want me? Um, I'll go ahead and take this one. Alright, at first glance, the city of Fukuoka uh, seems like a peaceful one, but under the surface, crime is running rampant. The city Hakata ward is home to the professionals of the underworld, professional killers, detectives, informants, and professional revenge seekers, those skilled in torture, and more. According to an urban urban legend, a killer it a killer of professions has shown up in the city. Hey, a killer of professional killers. Okay, has shown up in the city. All right. Uh See, the way they they, they kind of describe that almost reminds me of um uh what was that Hero High School High School Academia? Uh-huh. The the hero where they all had superpowers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then they had the hero killer that came in. Yeah. So I'm like this could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um it's like watch and that the the it piqued my interest at least a little bit when when i saw that especially considering the title mm. ramens and i'm like ramen oh, is, is this a food <laughs> one um yeah tonkatsu is pork i think uh yeah um but then i so i watched the trailer for it and i'm like okay yeah the animation style i, de- I definitely i definitely like um and it's done by satellite which of course has done some wonderful things of which being helsing ultimate <laughs> um, among other things, Log Horizon and stuff like that. So the potential is there. Um, they definitely know how to do action. Uh, so, and as from the trailer, I could definitely see a lot of action. So I, it's I I I have my curiosity on this. So mm. what about you? Uh, <laughs> so from the trailer, I was kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> but, I, but watching this, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I can see kind of like a do rah 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 of bounty hunters kind of thing going on, where it's like all these stories intertwined and everything. Because just from the picture, there's like almost ten characters. There's like seven char- main characters. It what it looks like. <laughs> so I'm like, I feel like this is gonna be a character heavy story. Uh huh. Um, hey, as long as they have interesting characters, I'm all about that. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say from the from the. <sighs> From the the synopsis in the picture, I'm like, oh, okay, this looks interesting. But the beginning of the trailer, like, one guy looks like um, Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. And then another one reminds me of Kakashi from Naruto. And then one of the other girls remind, kind of reminds me of the main girl from Yorugumand. Except she doesn't have, like, crazy eyes and giant teeth. 
So <laughs> I don't know. It was like it was like bad first impression. Like I saw a bunch of characters that look kind of like characters I already know, like a lot, a lot. So I was like, uh, I don't know. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a shot because the story seems interesting. And if it's if it's one of them knots of a story where all the characters are intertwined within each other, then I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm d- I'm definitely. I mean, it's not it's not one of my most excited ones for this season. Um, the last one before I think I said it was. Well, I'm I'm. Well, no, was the last one or the one before that? I'm super stoked about um, seeing this one. I'm like I'm I'm definitely gonna give it a shot. Um, but I'm not going in with huge amounts of expectations Hmm. i just thought it would be interesting so okay um the next show we're gonna be talking about is koi wa ameagari no yoni or love is like after the rain you know i i read this one and i mean i'm like eh, i really don't feel like watching a romance (laughs) and whatnot but in the back of my mind in the back of my mind, I'm looking at it going, I bet you Big D's going to want to watch this one. <laughs> this seems like he might be interested in it. Mm-hmm. So the story for this one is um, Akira Tachibana is a soft-spoken high school student who used to be part of the track and field club, but due to an injury, she is no longer able to run as fast as she once could. Working part-time at a family restaurant as a recourse, she finds herself in its inexplicably falling in love with her manager, a 45-year-old divorced young man, young, uh, man with a young son. Okay. So, um, if I would have just read the synopsis, I would have been like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> but I only saw the trailer, and oh my god, is this show animated gorgeously. Like, vibrant colors, just crazy contrast. And girl has, like, the shiniest shoes in the world. And I'm just watching it, and I'm like, oh, my God. This is, if if you take, um... Oh, yeah. No, I, I just I just saw that. I'm kind of watching it right now. That Those shoes are incredibly shiny. <laughs> if they you take, really are. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I had them under a buffer. Just no kidding. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, if you take Makoto Shinkai's movies... And just strip out tons of budget and put it as a TV anime. This is probably the one of the most one of the nicest looking shows, or at least nicest looking trailers that I've seen. So I'm definitely gonna see if this animation carries out through the rest of the show because I was watching and I was just like, oh yes. Yeah, I don't know. I, it seemed like a very much of like a teaser trailer because there really wasn't a whole lot mm. going for it. But because, yeah, I can see like if you just looked at the trailer, you would look at that and be like, what is this even about? Like, <laughs> really? What? The girl just seemed really sad. And that's about all I got from that trailer. Like that <laughs> seriously about it. Other than other than there was like a few of those vaulting things that the track people use. Uh, yeah, Other yeah, than yeah. that, it was literally her at school and at a restaurant looking sad. And that's about it. So, yeah. I'm glad they have a synopsis for these things because, holy crap, I would not have understood what the hell was going on. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. It, it seemed like a, it seems like it could be a good story. Um, mm-hmm. But it's definitely going to be more of a romance, you mm-hmm. know, type. And I'm just, I don't know. It, it always seems to me like they're always very cliched. Um 
so many tropes and like romance storylines. So I'm I can see where they were trying to diverge because they mentioned the fact that it's a young girl who's pawning after a a 45 year old divorcee with a kid. Um, so there's definitely some some probably uh, drama and stuff involved in that regards. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's eh. just like with with slice of life ones that I've told uh, you know I said in the past. Yeah. Unless they have something very interesting involved with that, something that makes it unique in its own way, I'm not as usually interested in watching those. Okay. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, I definitely get that. <laughs> it's like Slice of Life. That's not, um, your strongest genre. Uh, for me, <laughs> for me, one of the things, like, so animation aside, like, just the animation alone like, hooked me in. And then story-wise, now that I know the synopsis for this show, um, this is one of those shows that are, that is part of a huge genre, which is high school romance. Yeah. The one thing that I really like about this that makes it differ from other high school romance is because it's not about a high school guy and a high school girl. And they their little hijinks and things that they do, and then they finally become a... a like get into a relationship towards the end of the series. Um, this is kind of like an unconventional relationship. Um, it, she's she's working like her, like her romance is at the workplace, which kind of, in my opinion, it takes it from like like an adolescence love story more into like becoming an adult kind of story. So it's more it, to me, it seems more of a mature story that you don't really see around, um, a lot. So that's one of the things that interested me as far as the story. And um, then also adding that he has a son and like the guy's probably like twice or eight. Well, he's definitely like two or three times her age. And I'm curious, like, it's kind of weird. Like the whole, the huge difference in their ages. But I'm curious to find out like a little bit more of the details because yeah. it's, um, it's not a story that you normally see. So No, you could, yeah, but I mean, considering the fact that basically he could be her depending upon the age of difference and how much it almost seems like he could be her dad yeah he could so definitely be her dad and like yeah. halfway be her like grandpa so yeah, it's um so. i'm curious to see like how they treat it because if yeah. they treat it well then it's just like kind of it's kind of like the j like i'll probably say 10 years ago i used to watch a lot of um j dramas and it was live action stories that were a lot of times based on uh, manga just like anime is and um, I kind of, it's like, I wish I could go back and start watching all the current ones that are coming out, except their episodes are like an hour long and I'm like, there's just as many of them, uh, or if, or at least half as many of those as there is anime. And I'm like, I don't have time to be able to watch all of it. I can't even watch all the anime I want to. So it's, um, it, it's kind of like a, a way for me to get like one of those types of stories that's more mature and uh, more based in like reality but also be animated gorgeously so it's uh it looks really really cool. like i'm interested in seeing what it's about all right next show we're gonna be talking about is kokoku yes uh i know this one was mine um did you did you want to watch this one too or uh it looks interesting um i think i, I, I was about to say if you're going by trailers looking at that trailer that was done really well yeah like yeah, this is from a little-known studio. I think they're new, aren't they? Because uh, they really haven't yes. done much. 
Geno yeah, Studio? I haven't, I haven't seen, yeah, Geno Studio, I haven't seen um, a lot of stuff that they've done. They, uh, other than no. this one, they only have two others. Yeah, yeah. They've uh, so, not seen nothing that they've done. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, one of the one things that they did was a movie. So mm-hmm. they've only other done one other series. Uh, yeah. And I have not watched it. But anyway, so the story for this one goes, uh, Juri Yukawa lives with her neat father and brother, her retired grandfather, her sister, uh, a single mother, and her young nephew. One day, her nephew and brother are kidnapped for ransom. Having only 30 minutes to meet the demands of the kidnappers, Yuri, who realizes there is not enough time to prepare the money, decides to head for the re- to the rescue by herself with knife in hand when her grandfather uses a mysterious stone passed on in the Yokawa family to stop time. In a world where everyone and everything are inert, Yuri and her father and grandfather run to rescue the two. But at the kidnappers' hideout, they soon realize they are not the only ones who can move about in the still world. This sounds freaking amazing. <laughs> um, oh, man. I, I totally love the premise of this. This is – I have not heard of a story like this. This sounds completely original. Um, and anyone out there who might have any ideas of anything they might have heard to come close to this, please let me know. Um, because this is one of those shows out of, I think I have four out of this series, out of this season, but two of them are sequels, but like, so this is like the second show, I think technically really of this season. I am super, super stoked to see. Um, cause I'm like, this is this is going to be amazing. Um, mm-hmm. The animation quality, even though it's a little-known studio, um, I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way they did things, the look of things, I thought was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And this is done as a... Uh, it's said as a... I can see it says action, adventure, definitely see these things, and supernatural. But it also says drama. And I'm really wanting to see, with the tension and everything on this, yeah. with how they're, they're setting things up, I'm really wanting to see the drama in this come out. Um, a lot, I'm hoping, because, yeah, <laughs> this is just, I'm super just like, what the, you know, from the fact of the, the grandfather cutting his hand, putting blood, it looks like on the stone, I guess, and then the whole thing with, like, time stop and everything, you know, you, you, literally they showed a butterfly frozen in time, I'm like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, if they have that amount of detail in this the entire time, I think this is going to be awesome. And then, you know, throwing in there the supernatural, because you have like that giant monster that they have in there. Um, I, I think that's what they were talking about, about something else can move in this no time frame that they're in. Yeah. So, and then like some things happen. I'm like, I'm curious. Like her eyes start glowing in the in the trailer. I'm like, I'm wondering if like she activates something. Maybe she reverses time. Like they're playing with time now. And I'm like, yeah. There's no telling what you can do here. Um. So uh, like the closest now that I'm thinking about that too that I can come to think about that was um, ReZero. Just because he kept going back in time. Yeah. And reliving the same moment over and over again until he got it right and could actually survive. Yeah. But I, I think, again, this is something very, think, original on its own. And I'm really super excited to see. Uh, I don't want to put my hopes too high. This is a new <laughs> studio. But at the same time, looking at this trailer, looking at the synops for it and everything, I'm like, yeah, I can't help but get my, my hopes up there because they mm. are, um, at least a little bit. So. 
What do you say? Uh, yeah, I um I watched the trailer and uh, they had some really cool music with it, so um, I was pretty excited about that. Um, one uh, I don't know, so it's one of them shows that um, like what is it, Mezzo? Mezzo Forte. Yeah, Mezzo Forte. Um, something about those character designs kind of creeps me out. Like, okay. if I if I see like that show, I know there's gonna be blood and violence in it. Yeah, it's just like as soon as I see that, I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I mean, and and the way that they built it up, I'm hoping that there's gonna be because it would seem wrong almost if there wasn't. Kind of. Yeah. Thing. So. Yeah. And then um also I, I and of course you see like some blood in the the trailer and everything so it's one of these things where like how like me I'm 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 a big chicken so like <laughs> I know it's not gonna be scary but there's I know it's gonna, gonna be, be violent so I'm, there, I'm there's, kinda... there's gonna be a whole bunch of oh no moments going yeah oh, oh yeah so. no I'm sure <laughs> so um. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to um, to checking out the first episode. Um, and then once, now that I know the synopsis, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's so cool!" Because I, I can I can just imagine like the grandfather. He's like, uh, she's like, "Oh my God, so and so, this happened and that happened." He's like, "Oh, I got just the thing," and he goes and gets it, <laughs> and then he gets I, I, over there, and they're like, "Wait, what's happening?" So, uh, uh, I just can't wait to see. Like the whole scene play out, but um, yeah. I'm yeah, curious yeah. where he got that from. Like, what, what? Where, I'm hoping there's like more explanation. You know, I'm, I don't, I don't want it to just be pure. You know, we're just kind of having to, to accept what's happening. I want to know why. How hmm. did you get this stone? Where does these powers come from? From it, you know, hmm. what's what's the whole thing deal behind it? And I'm sure, in some way, the creature that they see in this no time zone has to be somehow involved with that you know yeah so yeah, if it, i would say if it was just the two fa- like the two groups of people that had it um wait wait did they say the kidnappers had it too or when they got there there was a monster there there was a monster there okay okay never mind never mind uh x that yes yeah. i am excited to see uh this whole thing play out because um just the whole like see the like i don't know it's a lot of stuff that uh like i said uh, this is probably like ranks up right up there um with one of the ones i'm most ex- probably excited for this coming season to see mm-hmm. so okay all right now you got me now you got me curious now i gotta find what is that that series uh that we were that you're talking about that's coming out this next season what <laughs> what is it uh killing bites is that, is that what it if was? you see if you see one that's worse then i'm curious to see no, no. This one reminded me, uh, like, right up front of, um... Oh, God, what was it? Because it was... Was it one of the OVAs, maybe? Because it, it really reminded me of, of Queen's Blade. Like, mm. full on. I'm like, seriously? How? What? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta, I gotta find it. I gotta find it. Where the hell was it? Where the hell was it? Maybe it was... Was it continuation? No. Ah, I'll find I'll find it later. Okay. I'll find it later because yeah, I I literally looked at it and went, holy crap! I know it was something about I know it was something about sins, and it wasn't the one that we're about to talk about. So uh, okay, which the one that we're about to talk about, I'm so totally freaking hyped and psyched over. Is it like not you wouldn't know even... Toku? Is it? Is that? What it... Wait, where do you see that? Uh, right before not right before. Yes. That's what it is. I don't think the trailer was out when I first started it. 
Yeah. This one. Oh my. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wait, who does it? Who? Yeah, because notice, and, and if you look at this description of this one, the genres, it says yeah. etchy fantasy. Oh yeah. No, you're not kidding. Mm-hmm. Like full on. And it's done by <laughs> Bridge, which I have. Oh man. Bridge is the ones who did Mitsudome. Yeah. So I'm like, I can see they can get a little raunchy. Oh, uh, no, yeah, no, they they go over the freaking top, especially then I think they had a prequel to this, too, and that prequel I looked at, I'm like, are you, are you serious? Anyways, <laughs> alright, now, enough of that. I, just, <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying really hard not to think about that, but then when we talked about the other one, I'm, it popped in my head, so. <laughs> oh, goodness. Alright, the next show that we're going to be talking about is... Marchen Madchen. Was this just me, or did you? Would you have this one too? Uh, I have it too. Okay, I'll let you go ahead and go with this one. All right. So the story goes: Hazuki Kagimura is a normal girl who usually lives alone. With her relationship, um, wait. With her relationship uh, with her new yeah. Yeah, with her relationship with her family not going so well. I was like, there's too many widths. Uh, she regrets, uh, she regrets every day. She retreats. Retreats. Okay, yeah. She retreats every day to the world of stories and books. Uh, one day after school, one of the library, uh, library's bookshelves sends her to another world with a magical, with a magic school where she meets Shizuka Tsuchimikado. Uh, she finds out that, finds out that girls called Madchen who attend the school are selected by old fairy tales and folk stories to wield their magic and are taught to wield it in the school. Um, the school has... Wait. Okay, yeah. The school has girls who are cho- chosen by such stories as Kaguya Hime no Monogatari, Izun Boshi, Der Freizut. I think that's German, Shuten so. <laughs> Doji. Little Matchstick Girl, The Gigantic Turnip, Arthurian Legends, and The Ramayana. Azuki herself is chosen by the Cinderella story. Okay. Premise of this sounded interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm a big book person anyway, so um, hearing that they're relating something and stories to something like this, automatically I'm like, all right. I'm 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 down to, to watch to see what's going on. Um, the one thing uh, that I can say when I watched the trailer that I was hoping not to see and I didn't, and I'm hoping that that continues, is um, the way they described it, saying magic and girls. Automatically, my my mind immediately goes to magical girls and transformations and stuff. I'm like, please, please no. That's you have what seems like a good premise. Let's not ruin it by doing something like that. No magical girl <laughs> transformations. Let's just have them be like almost Harry Potter-esque where they just learn magic. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I'm at least piqued my curiosity to see how they're going to go about all of it. Um, how they're going to relate the magic that they're talking about to the stories and folklore that they're saying it comes from. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure it has some sort of relation I'm just hoping it seems plausible and usable and they don't just do some, you know, weird things and you're just like, why do we even have that magic? What is the purpose of that magic? I don't think there is. Um, anyways. Okay. Um, so after watching the trailer, 
Um, uh, yeah, the character designs look cute, and um, the, uh, a lot of things that are happening were pretty funny. Uh, one thing that uh, kind of confused me is that the music did not match the trailer at all. Um, it was like the girl was running, and then it sounded like like somebody just like banging on a uh, like a uh, piano, and like a lot just just nothing matched at all. Uh, so I thought that like that one scene that was just kind of uh, messy, uh, kind of I was like, oh well, that's weird. Uh, but other than that, um, everything I saw in the trailer looked it looked pretty cool. Um, now that I know that uh, from the synopsis that uh, each girl has kind of based on a story, um, that is very interesting. Um, one thing that I'm very very worried about is the studio. I forget who was the studio. It is Hoods Entertainment. Uh, we I will watched... let you take a... Oh, if you go to any chart and click Hoods Entertainment and see what other stuff they've done. Oh! <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little worried. <laughs> uh... Tiny bit. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, um, everything I saw in the yeah, trailer looks you know, pretty interesting. You know... Maybe, just just maybe they're trying to make up for that by like going in a completely opposite direction in regards to the things that they have on there. Maybe they're like, you know what, we've done that. They're like, yeah, we're kind of tired of boobs and boobs and boobs and a little bit of fighting. <sighs> let's, uh, let's, let's try to be. Let's try to be a little bit more heartfelt, let's warming. Let's try to clean it up and, a little. You know, let's, let's some just stuff be nice. for the children. How about that? Let's just be nice. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't watch all of it, but I know that they, I could see they did um, Kono Juno Ga Flag, mm -hmm. um, which I did think that was at least, I think I watched a couple episodes of that. It just didn't mm -hmm. really pique my interest in the story as it went. Yeah. Um, it, was a, it was a little silly. It, it, did, it was a little silly. Um, but I don't think that it was necessarily as over the top in regards to some of the other things that they've done. Yeah. Um, so I at least can see that they have the potential to take this this series in the direction it seems like it's probably supposed to go in, based upon what it is that they're talking about there. So, yeah. but yeah, no, I can see where there was some some potential worry in regards to you know stuff like that, you know. <laughs> Psycho Noquasar! Um, you know, so. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the premise seems cool. The trailer looks cool. Uh, we shall find out uh, <laughs> what they have hey, in store for us. At least they weren't the ones who did um, Queen's Blade. Mm -hmm. So, you know. I think I. Uh, what was it? There's another show that's coming out this season that I'm, I'm curious if the people who did Queen's Blade worked on, but... You know what? I think I know which one you're talking about, too, because I looked at that and went, are you serious? <laughs> so... <laughs> because, holy crap! Oh, yeah. So, uh, looking forward to this one. A little worried, but uh, we shall see. The next show we have on the list is... <laughs> Nanatsu no Taizai, Seven Deadly Sins, Revival of the Commandments. Oh, yes. The two big sequels coming out this season i am so totally freaking amped over wanting to see um just because both of these series left at like cliffhanger points i mean they finished what they were doing don't get me wrong they finished what they were doing but then they 
like they started something else and they're like, okay, we're done. And I'm like, no, how are you going to do that? No. <laughs> you know, it, the, the end of the first season has and completely spoilers for anyone. I mean, well, I know it's not necessarily spoilers, but kind of, I guess. Anyways, but yeah. the end of the first season has them finishing up what they needed to do with the whole demon thing and all that. That got taken care of. Um, but you don't know much about um, uh, shit. I can't remember his name. Mil- Miliotis, uh, as far as his abilities, mm-hmm. everyone's just like um, he has demon. Uh, what's going on? This is crazy. Um, and then they're all going like off to basically King Arthur's kingdom to um, handle things there. And I'm like, okay, what? Mm-hmm. You know, I will. I will totally admit. Even though I think I don't think I I understood when I we originally first talked. I don't even know. It's been so long now. Let's talk about this. The first season, um, but I do know that I th- I totally glossed over the fact that this is kind of like Japan's version of basically England in King Arthur's Tale, almost kind of thing. Okay. Like I didn't even like really put the two together uh-huh. until pretty much towards the end when they started talking about Merlin and then Ar- Arthur. I'm like, <gasps> this is about Arthur. What? <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm totally on board for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where, like, where they ended it. Like, you literally get like two or three episodes of that, and then they end it. I'm like, oh, you can't end it there. You mm-hmm. gotta put more stuff going. So yeah, no, I'm. The characters are awesome. Um, I love the dynamics between all of them, and and the fact that their the their abilities are so op. But they still do what they do, and you just go along with it. Um, and then it's just, you know, the the dynamics between Meliodas and Bon, where they just basically almost pretty much kill each other. And and for if Bon wasn't immortal like he was, he would have died so many times when they have their like matches between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, and, and then just the thing between Bon and King, where they both kind of just don't have the they dislike each other but they still work with each other kind of thing um it's just and then you know merlin i wanted to see more and learn more about because i think she's a very interesting character this is this is the first thing like first time i've ever like merlin's been in so many iterations of so many different uh genres and whatnot different even transformers you just he's all over the place but, like, I don't recall there ever being a time where you've seen Merlin as, one, female. Because um, it's almost been a staple where it's been, Merlin's been a dude. So, the fact that Merlin was female, I'm like, oh, really? Wow! So, like, when they revealed who Merlin, like, in the, the whole first season, when you finally see Merlin and everything, I had no idea, like, for an episode or two, you were following along with her, and you never knew who she was. Uh-huh. Until it all revealed, like, oh, that's Merlin! Oh, that's cool! You know, so and then just the personalities between them are also varied. And even though they have kind of like a um, a love thing going on, like King kind of loves Diana and and whatnot, but he has this. I I, I don't usually go. And I, it's hard for me to at least you know because they so they're so corny or whatever, like some of the love stories and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I I always, even though they have it in there, I'm always like rooting for King. I'm like, oh come on, King, just do it. Come on, you know. But he, Diane has a thing for Meliodas and, and all this. You know, it's just the dynamics that they have and even the comedy with, like, Hawk in there, the talking pig, and, um, you know, the things that they do. I'm just 
it's it's almost like the same feeling I had when I'm watching like um, Helsing when I watch Helsing Ultimate, where I'm just grinning from ear to ear because you know I don't know what to expect. the The comedy is subtle, but it's there, and they, they just they they goof around, and you don't even mind when they goof around, and the surprise that everyone always gets when they do something and they're everyone's just like, how did they do that? You know, like when they tried to seal Bon and Miliotis and Diana into the, the prison, they put like this supposedly indestructible seal on the prison. They're like, they cannot escape. And just because they were goofing around and having like a little brawl because they hadn't seen each other in forever, they pretty much broke the whole... They broke the seal. They broke the prison. They broke everything around. <laughs> I was just like, Holy crap. And everyone's just like, um, I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> and it's just things like that. I'm like, okay, this has got to be one of my just up there series. I love the series. It's awesome. And they could probably do like seven, eight seasons of this, and I probably would never get tired of it just because I'm like, I always want to see what they do, even if they're just goofing around, because it's, it's fun. And and to me, that's a basis of anime right there is fun. So, yeah. totally on board for this. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm so far behind. <laughs> I, I'm don't need, I If I've seen the first episode, it had to be maybe years ago. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do like I did for... Um, Book of Friends. Maybe I'll just jump in the first episode of this series just to see. Cause you have you have a few long running series that I haven't touched yet. And I'm like, you know what? I will see what he's all excited about. But um, yeah, it's one of those, especially um, you know, and as of late, I've started to see at least a few of them where you have characters who are like OP as all get out, like One Punch Man and stuff like that. You know, they're just OP. There's a good way to do that. And there's a bad way to do that. And there, a lot of them have done just bad way horrible where you're like, uh, you know, just like say for instance, like in another world with my smartphone. Like he always seems like he's going to just, he's going to take care of it and whatever. He's kind of overpowered in that way. Yeah. But you know, you're like, eh, you know, you don't get excited for it. It's not necessarily. Yeah, because there are any stakes. Yeah. And you don't, you don't necessarily feel, um, it's not horrible, but at the same time, it's still, you're just like, eh, whatever. We're going to, we're going to figure this out. With stuff like this, it's done in such a way that even though you're like, wow, these guys are freaking powerful, you're not so far beyond that that you don't think that something could happen. Yeah. So, and you just want to see what they do. So. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. The next show we're going to be talking about is Overlord Season 2. Yes. Next series I am super stoked about. Um, and again, right. this is another one where this first season... They like they just flatly end it. Yeah. Like no, don't do that. <laughs> no, it was horrible. Um, because they ended it right after a fight, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Um, they're like, okay, let's go home. See y'all in two one years. Of his, one of his people ended up getting mind controlled, and he had to basically kill her in order to revive her, so she the mind control goes away. Mm-hmm. Which the battle was freaking awesome. I love that battle. It's like, uh, you know, the only other battle I can say I ever felt even, like, remotely just, like, pumped about was the one in, um, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon with the Minotaur? Like, uh, that yeah, battle, yeah. like, was amazing. And this this battle he had was even, like, raising the bar up there as well. I'm just like, oh, this is 
awesome um and, and like they finish that and they you kind of see like business as usual kind of resuming and where he's trying his plan of of trying to get word around so maybe he can find if there's any other people who got magically transported from his world into this world which uh-huh. you know hey whatever um but <laughs> it was uh at the end of it He's going to get another mission, and they say, oh, because he's already, like, the highest grade of hero that you could be or whatever. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, we don't have any missions at your grade yet. And he's like, oh, okay. And uh, But then he gets a message, and it's from one of his people, and he's like, oh, never mind. You can tell me, you know, if you have anything comes up, you can reach me at my, my room. And... Uh, as he's leaving, he tells them, uh, you know, scramble everybody. We're going to, you know, so you know something major is about to go yeah. down. And then they end it. And I'm like, no, don't end it there. What's happening? What happened? <laughs> Why does so, he have to get everybody? <laughs> yeah. Scramble everybody, you know. Well, because he ended it because he, when he, you know, he, he made it a special point to say that whoever did this, that had the world item that was able to mind control her that they were going to pay and, yeah. and he was going to make sure that it, it, it happened. You yeah. know, you could tell you're like, Oh, that's going to go down. Cause like every time he had a battle up to that point, like every time like, you know, it's, it's the fact that he was human at one point and now is kind of becoming this undead persona that he has and that he's become basically um, like he goes freaking hardcore on some of that. You know, yeah. like with the the lady that had killed the adventurers he was grouping with, uh, and he she came in and he just like basically hugs her to death. <laughs> so I'm like, and then he ends it by saying, "Oh, I kind of lied. I am I am something of a of a hip. I'm like, oh, dude, <laughs> all right, you're good. Um, but it was, uh, you know, so you can tell something something's gonna major is gonna happen, yeah. and then they end it like that. I'm like, oh, come on, really? Hmm. No, no. What happened? <laughs> so yeah, no. This, uh, is it, it, tell me it's the same studio, right? I think so. So speaking Matt, of yeah. studios, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're breaking their no se- no sequel rule. I'm not yeah, sure how. Madhouse, yeah, they usually don't. Yeah, I don't know how many times they've actually broken it, but second, I want to say this was the second time because they did they did a second or no 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 because they did One Punch Man and they yeah. already said that they're going to do a second season of that. For this yeah, year, but, this coming year. Yeah, but somebody, uh, somebody else took the studio. I mean, somebody else is working on it. Really? I thought it was still yeah, them. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I could look it up, but um, yeah, I think another studio that we, uh, PA, no, that PA works. Uh, there's another studio that we really like, and they're taking on the second season. Okay. Instead of Madhouse. But I, I, I know, I know that they say um, there is, a, there is an anime, and, I'm not, and if that's the case, then there's another one out there that Madhouse has done now a second season for that they never do. Yeah. And it, JC staff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why, but I'm like, why? And I'm like, yeah. I still want one punch man to be as good as it is. So yeah, keep doing this one, but please do one punch man also. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, so. but yeah, no, I'm so oh, good, good. I'm glad that, that they kept with it. Um, and I, I should have realized that when I looked at the trailer for it too, that uh, they did, because, I mean, the quality's still right there with everything. Yeah. 
So, and, and I love, God, it's Madhouse. I mean, the look, you know, they get the angles of, of, you know, we were talking about before about one of the studios doing camera angles. They always get the camera angles like right there, the perfect ones, the great shots, you know, when, when mm. he was ripping through, uh, orcs at one point, you could see like, they get that pan around where you see his strike go through and blood come out the other end. I'm like, hell yeah, <laughs> you know, so it, it's, you know, they do it right. Uh, and their little looks are always spot on. Ooh. I'm really interested to see, they have, um, a dragon in the, uh, the trailer. And I know in the first one, they were talking about how he was, he was a little bit weary because dragons and the other in the game where he had come from were the most powerful creature. Uh, so he was, uh, he was kind of like, I don't know if I want to go across that just yet. Uh -huh. um, but I'm curious if he gets a dragon to get onto his side, I'll be like, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's freaking yeah. awesome. Um, and, and they mentioned before, oh yeah, I completely forgot because I saw a lizard on there too. Because he mentioned before how after he had revived um, uh, the what's-her-face because after he killed her, he had mentioned that he was wanting to increase their army size. Uh -huh. So he was going to use his undead spell to raise dead. Um, and he had mentioned there, <laughs> the, his, his uh, assistant, the one who's in love with him, had uh -huh. mentioned how if he uh, uses it on humans, he can only get to like level 50 of a... Uh, I like that too. They, even though they're in like quasi real world, basically, or it's a different world, they still use video game kind of terminology and, and thinking yeah. about that. So you can still kind of get that thing going from it. But uh, she was mentioning how, oh, he can only go up to level 50 for humans, but there was a lizard man village not too far from them. And he was like, ah. And I'm like, dude, really? <laughs> you're going you're gonna, to like slaughter the village just so you can raise the dead? Oh, all right. Ah, okay. <laughs> you know, so it's it's interesting to see like his human side kind of kind of almost look like it's petering off there a little bit. It's yeah. not quite always there. Yeah. You know, because had he had he been like his human side, he'd been like, no, I don't want to just slaughter a whole a village of of lizard men just so I can raise uh, higher level grade you know people or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. I'm all just. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So... I wanna. I wanna definitely be, uh, watch the first season again so I can refresh on memory on everything that happened. Yeah. Um, just like little small things like that, how you say that. Um, I want to be able to carry that into the next season. So, ah. And I know somebody else, one of my friends from high school, is, uh, they're actually watching it too. So I'm going to let them know that it's coming out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Spread the word. <laughs> All right. So going from hype to something brand spanking new. <laughs> it's a show called Yudu Camp. With a triangle at the end of it. You got yes. Delta? Yes, it's Delta. Okay. Uh, I know uh, things sometimes. <laughs> so, um, story goes, Rin likes to go camping by herself along the lakes that provide a scenic view of Mount Fuji. Nadeshko likes, uh, loves to take cycling trips by herself to places where she can see Mount Fuji. After they meet, Rin and Nadeshko take camping trips eat cup ramen together and enjoy the scene uh, enjoy the scenery so yeah super. No. <laughs> totally on you on this one you could give yeah. this one a stellar grade and i'd still be like nah i'm good 
I'm good. So, um, the studio that did this is C Station, and they've done four things. <laughs> yeah, like a bunch of stuff that's just full of guys. So, yeah. Um, now they're doing something that's a bunch of girls. So I'm like, she looked at it too. There's like four other things. And yeah, it's all guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe they're doing the same thing that other studio did and being like, you know what? We've done this. Let's just go ahead and see how this goes. Let's let's try to uh, make up for the fact that we've just done this the entire time. Do something completely different now. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, the trailer. Um, I don't even know what happened in the trailer. <laughs> um, like, you know, those songs, like, certain... Well, it's like, you know those songs that all of a sudden people just start whistling and then you just join right in? Uh-huh. And I played the trailer and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and then two Yo. minutes later, I'm like, I don't even know if I even watched it, but it made me very happy. And from the synopsis, it looks really, really chill and relaxing. And you get to see Mount Fuji. So, yeah, I'm on board. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a slice of life, so. You know where I stand on it. Like, literally, (laughs) that synopsis did absolutely nothing for me. Like, it's almost, like, negative in how much it did for me in that regards. I'm like, wow, you literally just said somebody's life, okay? Cool. Awesome. <laughs> like, this person likes this. This person likes that. And now they both do the same thing. Story over. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I mean, pretty much. One likes camping. So. One likes bicycling. Now they eat ramen together and then enjoy the scenery. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, and? Is there a dragon? <laughs> Somebody have like some sort of like they lose their memory after every couple of weeks or something. I mean, what does one see ghosts? I mean, give me something here. Is there a dragon at Mount Fuji? <laughs> you come across the remains of one at least or something. I don't know. So yeah, um, yeah, it looks cute. I like whistling to the th- to the trailer. Oh, I'm gonna check it out. It's the little things in life. It's the little things in life. Yep. I like the trailer whistling to the song. <laughs> the song yeah. may not have anything to do with it. They may, you may never hear it in the, in the anime at all. <laughs> nope. But just because you heard it in the trailer, you're like, you know what? I'm going to check it out. <laughs> so, uh, um, another thing about this um, is that it reminds me of this um, this other like super chill, laid-back show called, um, called Encouragement of the Climb. And it was basically just a bunch of uh, girls like climbing mountains, but it's not like cliffhanger climbing mountains where they're like rappelling and like ice picks and all that kind of stuff. No, they're just walking up those paths that are all safe <laughs> and everything, and then they eat lunch on top, and then they come and then they go home. And they're like, oh, that was fun. <laughs> so. I would be so bored. Why is that? I would be so bored. <laughs> Like, are uh, you serious? <laughs> so yeah, this is basically exactly like that, except they're going camping. So I'm like, okay, like, let's go camping. <laughs> does the mountain erupt? 
does a portal to like some sort of prehistoric realm open up in front of them and dinosaurs come out or something? I mean, come on. I'll even take a magical girl. Give me something. Give me something. <laughs> like they can be sitting there talking and eating lunch and like a battle of epic proportions going on behind them or something. Because like. Up, two portals open up and two monsters or whatever start going at it and I'd be like, alright, I'm on board now. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> and then, like, just as they finish up lunch, the portals suck them back up and then they go back to the room like, okay, well, d- that's done. Alright, let's go back now. <laughs> uh. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> just nice yeah. and chill. Slice of life stuff. Um, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was 12 shows. Uh, let's see. That was the last show for today. Well, yeah, that was the uh, 12 shows that we are most interested in and for the winter season of 2017, uh, 2018, coming up in two months or a month. Yeah, month. Yeah, they're coming up in a month. God, I got so many shows I got to watch to catch up. Hey, and I'll just say this, though, too. This is probably the first time in a long, long time that I actually have more than like maybe one or two shows from this season that's going to be carrying over into the next season that I'll be watching. I actually have four shows that I actually have watching right now that will be carrying over into the next season. Mm. Uh, I'm hella super excited about that. Um, (laughs) Maybe not so much for Black Clover, but... (laughs) um, God, I, I, I... literally force myself to watch that one i literally do but it's still i'm 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 so super excited that there's at least continuation and i'm hoping that this is going to be a growing trend where we start seeing more animes that are actually getting that budget to where they can do that and actually expand on the story that they have and actually have more than just 12 episodes so yeah okay well, yeah um as always um we will be back in a month to well, more like three weeks Right. Yep. Four weeks. Yep. Wait. No. Five. Wait. This is a long month. It'll be New four Year's. Weeks. Yeah. Four weeks. Yeah. Four weeks from now, New Year's Eve, we will be doing um, our final thoughts for the fall season of 2017. So it'll be. I don't know how many I'll get to. I feel really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad because it's like last season I only finished two, and then this season I start. We we had 18 shows we started with. And now hey, you better uh, finish Kino's journey. Yeah, if, if anything, I'm gonna finish Kino's journey, because yeah, but um, yeah. So we'll be back with our final thoughts on all of those. Um, let's see, on the Twitch channel, we started the Minecraft series, um, Minecraft Power Hour. So we'll be doing that every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8 p.m. And uh, 2018 will be the year of streaming. We will be doing a lot more on this channel and um, be having a lot more people um, join us. So uh, many, many good things to come. But uh, yeah, if you're um, ready for the next episode of the monthly uh, catch up, it'll be back in four weeks. And as always, this has been Big D and Shade from Takoyaki Anime. And we will see y'all next time. Bye.